It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now, so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community, and will continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. I am so excited to invite you to a one-of-a-kind experience featuring Isabel Wilkerson, the acclaimed New York Times best-selling author of The Warmth of Other Suns and Cast. You don't want to miss this incredible keynote event, emceed by NPR's Angela Davis and moderated by Chandra Smith-Baker. Wilkerson will share her powerful insights on the impact of caste on American society. Join Teach for America Twin Cities and the Minneapolis Foundation at Northrop on Friday, April 28th at 7 p.m. for an intimate evening of discussion and discovery. Visit Northrop's website or scan the QR code on your screen to secure your tickets today. Be part of something bigger. Join us at Northrop Auditorium for Exposing America's Invisible Scaffolding on April 28th at 7 p.m. Before she became an autism advocate and mom of four, Shaletta Brundage was an Emmy Award-winning comedian. Need something to put a smile in your face? Laughing with Letta is sure to tickle your funny bone. Check it out, but pee first and make sure you ain't drinking nothing when Shaletta's on a roll. That way you won't have anything to clean up when the podcast is over. And I am rolling up on Northrop Auditorium later this month. There's an amazing event. And I tell you what, I was tickle pink when I found out Isabel Wilkerson is coming to the Twin Cities area. Now, listen, you don't want to miss it. You want to make sure you are there. You want to tell your friends about it. If you have to watch me post about it on social media, you're going to be mad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be upset at yourself for not being there. Now, listen, I could tell y'all all about it, give you the dates and the details, but I really wanted to talk to one of the organizers on today's show so she could give us the reason that out of all the people that she could have brought to the Twin Cities uh, for this event put on by Teach for America, um, why Isabel? Why now? What's the goal? What's the purpose? And, and you know, I, I know y'all like me, you don't have a lot of time to waste. You know, if I put my good panties on and run across town as high as gas is, I want to make sure I'm getting my money's worth. If I pay for a babysitter and leave my children, I want to make sure it is worth my time. And this event definitely is. And so I wanted to make sure you all knew about it. I wanted to make sure y'all didn't miss it. And again, I could have given you just all the details, but I wanted to give you the information. So I invited Miss Makisha Nation to join us on today's show. Now tell all of our listeners and viewers about this event. Yes, Teach for America um, has partnered with the Minneapolis Foundation for the last four years to hold, host a keynote DEI 
um, event in the Twin Cities. And what I love about this is we take an incredible author that has just thought-provoking leadership and insight to share with our community mm-hmm. and make the ticket accessible to community members. So yeah. tickets as low as $10 all the way up to, you know, our corporate level pricing. And the idea is to have educators, community members, parents, high school students, um, elected officials in the same room, uh, really experiencing deep thought and discussion around racial equity how racial equity is critical, not only to education equity, but to the vitality of our community. And in the past, we've hosted Robin D'Angelo, mm-hmm. Max Kendi, um, Heather McGee. And this year, I was so dis- excited that Isabel's team said yes, because her two books, you know, War of the Other Sons and Cast, are transformational. They really break down some key concepts and principles to help us unpack the structural racism that's in our society in ways that we can step up to address it. And I think it's going to be a dynamic discussion. Mm -hmm. She's going to talk about some key points and some things might hit home for us here in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is the thing though, that really struck me. And I have to ask, Teach for America is doing so much. You all are trying to get more educators of color into the classroom. I know I appreciate that because for me, my son Andrew did not have a black teacher until he was in seventh grade. And Miss Wilcox is retiring. So I don't know when my eight-year-old is going to have a black teacher because he's getting ready to go. You know, my kids are getting ready to go to junior high school. Um, and and so that, that's the one thing I was looking forward to. And now she's gone. And so that um, you, they will not have that opportunity to have Miss Wilcox like my oldest son, Andrew, did. And then, you know, I think about all the work you do, recruit and retain. But y'all putting on this big old DEI event. Why do you feel like this is your charge? This is your thing. This is something that you have to do because you got 50, 11 other things y'all doing, Makisha. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I love that you said that because I think what I want people to understand is that you know, educators, and we're going to tr- continue to recruit amazing educators, mm-hmm, support mm-hmm, them, train mm-hmm, them, develop mm-hmm. them, um, you know, recruit diverse educators, and then help folks understand what it means to be culturally competent and work in our communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we do not tackle the systematic issues in our education sector, and quite frankly, it shows up in healthcare, it shows up in housing, yeah. we will not be able to see the gains that we truly want, right? Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. people need to understand that some of these factors that impact education, like where our schools are, how much funding they have, um, yeah. the mindsets around teachers or administrators that might need to shift or change, the growing diversity in our state. We have to be able to talk about this. We have to be able to be in community with each other, unpack mm-hmm. these issues so that we can better support our students and families. And we started to realize doing this work pretty early on that in Minnesota, you know, we're Minnesota nice. We don't want to talk about the uncomfortable. We don't right. about the fact that a teacher might be treating students of color differently for the same behavior that a white student could be doing in their classroom, right? We might not want to talk about the fact that we are not prepared to deal with the trauma that some of our students are facing. But the reality is this is part of the job, not just for our educators, but for our collective community to create yeah. conditions that allow students to truly learn, lead and thrive. And that's the job that takes all of us. Yeah. And, you know, I think about my kids, Makisha, um, you know, three of my four kids have autism. Mm-hmm. And so when my daughter was in class and she wasn't talking, 
you know, it was like she's a uh, standoffish. She has a bad attitude. You know, she just she doesn't oh, get along well with the other children. How about she has social anxiety? How mm-hmm. about she can't speak because her autism won't let her talk? How about you call her mama and find out? You know, and, and it's you know, it, it's it's difficult, you know, to keep having to go through this over and over again. So I so appreciate this event that you have coming up later this month at Northrop Auditorium with Isabel Wilkerson, because like you say it. It's Minnesota. We are nice. We don't want to talk about these things. But this gives us an opportunity to all come together to learn from each other. Um, And that's the thing. Um, You know, this is a learning experience. This is a learning event. Even though we're telling teachers and counselors and educators to come, this is a place where they can learn, right? It is a place where they can learn. And what I've seen is just um, when we learn Um, And when we know better, we can do better. Right. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. think um, young people across our state have been vocalizing the need to feel more seen and heard in their school environments and be invited to co-create some of the experiences that they want that they think would help them learn better or show up better to school in schools. And I think, you know, our educators have to develop greater cultural fluency, as well as our leaders that are making decisions that impact our schools and systems, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is an incredible opportunity for folks to really dive deep and hear from a national expert that has put together incredible insight um, on this topic, and then to be in community with one another. You know, no one gets this perfect. I always say anti-racism is something you got to do and learn from and grow from. Yes. The fact you're on the journey makes a big difference, especially in our community, given what the last three years has been like. And and this is the thing that people think, well, you know, we don't, we, we're not going to solve it in North Auditorium that night. You know, it, it's not going to be, this is it, but this is a constant, you know, learning experience, a constant learning opportunity and things will continue to happen in our community that will make us look back and say, okay, what can we do better? How can I help? And this is the thing and why I'm inviting people to this event um, coming up on Friday, April 29th over at Northrop is because people constantly say, well, what can I do? You know, I'm just a a white woman in um, Northfield and there are no black people in my town. And, you know, I I don't think that there's a way that I can help. And I tell them all the time, there is a way you can help. There's always something that you can do. And you can um, come on this day, listen, learn, and take those key elements, those key principles, those, you know, key things back to the people that you know and love. You know, the more you know, the more you can teach somebody else. And I don't care if you don't have any Black kids in your school. I don't care if you have any Black kids in your community. You still have to educate yourself. So we want to call those people um, you know, from those, you know, uh, rural communities and from northern Minnesota, spend some time with this group, spend some time listening to this speaker, because this is not just impacting the greater Twin Cities metro area. This is impacting all of Minnesota. Yeah, I love that you said that, Shaletta, because number one, people are moving to other parts of the state for job mm-hmm. opportunities and for more affordable housing. Yeah. Um, folks with that speak multiple languages are showing up in communities where, um, you know, they haven't necessarily had people with that background in the past. So I Mm -hmm. think our community demographics are changing. The other thing I think is important for people to realize is like you have a voice and power in conversations around education in your school and community, whether or not you have students or children yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think becoming Mm -hmm. more knowledgeable about what's happening across our state 
allows you to show up in ways to say, what are we doing in our school district? Yeah. You know, what are our elective officials doing to address these challenges to close the achievement gap and create greater opportunities for students? Um, whether from a race and ethnicity perspective or language perspective, whether from a special education perspective, or for kids that are multilingual, we mm. have to do better as a state. And we, you know, we are not winning the day across diverse students uh, holistically as our for our state. In fact, for on-time high school graduation, we are, you know, on the bottom three usually for the 50 states of the U.S. Even though most times people think of Minnesota as a strong educational system, right? Often a tale of two states. So there are things that you can do in your own community to say, "How are the children doing? Are there things we should be doing better? How mm -hmm. can I, as an advocate or somebody that cares about these issues or the future of my state, be more active in supporting teachers and leaders in schools with what they need and advocating for change?" Okay, so my listeners are listening in, folks are watching on YouTube. You got to tell them again, the date, the time, the location, and I appreciate that. This event, um, there's tiered pricing, and people who don't have a lot of money can come, and people who do have a lot of money can come. Um, you've got, you know, the ticket set up as low as $10, and so a lot of times families say, well, we couldn't afford to go. Yeah, we heard about this event with this amazing dynamic speaker, and she's got these best-selling, award-winning New York Times, you know, review books, but, you know, the tickets were $150. So mm -hmm. I had something to say. I had something to learn, but I couldn't afford it. You, you yeah. know, you have erased that financial barrier. And I so appreciate ab uh, that about what Teach for America is doing. But I want to make sure that the people who are listening know exactly where it is, exactly where to go and how to get tickets. Awesome. I'm happy to do that. Um, we are hosting Isabel Wilkerson on Friday, April 28th at Northrop Auditorium. That's at the University of Minnesota. Um, you can go to the University of Minnesota Northrop webpage and you'll be able to see and order your tickets directly there. Um, it's important because it's at the U, you know, parking is always a little bit of challenge. There's also information on there where you can park. Um, but I'm really excited because it's going to be a dynamic event. It will start promptly at seven um, and she'll talk, for, you know, for the first portion of the meeting, the first portion of the engagement in the event. And then we'll have a Q&A session that's moderated by Chanda Smith-Baker. So it's going to be really incredible. It's not going to take all night. So you're committing for an hour, but for an hour with some great opportunities to network and meet and talk and interact with other guests that are attending. So I hope you'll join us at Northrop Auditorium at University of Minnesota, Friday, April 28th, 7 p.m. Well, I thank you so much for being here. I thank you so much for putting this on. As we're looking now, uh, coming up on the third anniversary of the death of, death of George Floyd, a lot of companies, Makisha, are getting rid of the DEI directors that they hired. They are getting rid of the DEI initiatives that they started because the world was watching and now they see that we've blinked. And so they are not honoring their commitments. They're not honoring their pledges. They're turning away from the promises they made to make it better for people um, in underserved communities, diverse communities, and people of color. And you have continued with the mission that you had long before George Floyd died. Um, with making sure that equity um, is a key component of the work that you do in Teach for America. So I want to say thank you for continuing with this commitment, for honoring your renewed pledge, and for putting this event on so that people, whether you make $10,000 a month or $10 million a month, uh, have access 
and can be a part of this because this is historic. And I, I just want to make sure that all of our listeners and our viewers uh, see and hear this and also take advantage of it. And don't let it um, le- le- uh, just be you. Don't let it linger on um, the download. Make sure you share this with your friends, your educators, um, your family members, people in your community that you know make a difference uh, because Makisha has put on an amazing event and we want to make sure every seat is full. So get your tickets, tell your friends, and thank y'all for tuning in. Miss Makisha, it has been amazing to have you on the show and I can't wait to see you later this month at the event. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. All right. And thank y'all for being here. Y'all know this is a comedy show. I laugh and joke, but I don't play when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion, especially in our classroom. So get to this event. I'll see you there. That girl is crazy in a good way. To check out previous episodes, log on to her website, SheLettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You can also check out where she's appearing next and score cool merch. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. I'm a media personality, podcaster, and a business owner. But my most important role is mom. Three of my beautiful kids have been diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder. When I didn't know who to trust or where to turn, I found ACRA. ACRA provides home care services to families all over Minnesota. The care is not one size fits all. They know each one of my kids is unique. They listen to what resources we needed and what's best for our family. I've seen my kids grow and thrive with ACRA's in-home care. While autism is the most common diagnosis among ACRA clients, ACRA offers personalized in-home care services for people with disabilities, chronic illnesses, behavioral diagnosis, and mental illness. They work with children, adolescents, and older folks too. Find out more about ACRA at their website, acrahomecare.org. ACRA helps me provide my kids with a better quality of life. They can do it for your family, too. Well, this is awkward. Well, this is awkward. (laughs) On this season of Outside Chance, we're about to put the fly and fly fishing. I'm about to prove there's an outdoor activity for everybody. This one I'm pretty confident I can make. (laughs) I'll break down gear costs and best locations to learn oh crap whoa yeah life is meant to be experienced (laughs) did you see that join me and find out what you've been missing when i walked across that stage at my high school graduation i was excited but confused about my next step then i walked through the doors at doherty family college doherty family college is part of the university of st thomas It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up a tour. We'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at Doherty Family College. Racial covenants had structured every aspect of life. Keeping black people in black spaces. Slavery's history is 
Minnesota's history. So much of working towards racial equity is around telling our own stories. Whether I'm taking the bus or the light rail, I'm on board with Metro Transit. What would I do without my ride? I hope to never find out. Metro Transit is my ticket to get where I need to go, uptown or downtown, city or suburbs, no hassle. It's my reliable, affordable way to get to work, run errands, visit friends, and then get back home to my neighborhood. With easy to pay fares, I just jump on board and relax while a professional does the driving. This is my time to listen to my music, catch up with my friends on social media, play a game or read, or just chill out and unwind on the way to my destination. But sharing the ride is also about being with folks from my community, headed to school, or traveling to their appointments, or out on the town. Traveling together, we make our roads safer and create a healthier environment for everyone. Get on board with Metro Transit. It's your ride, too. Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house, creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. When you're running your own business, it's exciting to imagine what's possible and overwhelming to think about how to make it work. You need a banker to help meet challenges and make the most of opportunities to grow. At Bremer Bank, we understand that success is always a team effort because right now, relationships matter more than ever and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. When it comes to deciding what gets recycled or what doesn't, you don't have to be confused. Ramsey County makes it easy to drop off the right items at the right locations without a lot of extra work. And it's free. Um, yard waste. Check. Household hazardous waste? You bet. Food scraps? Those too. Unwanted medicine? We take it. Old electronics? Bring them by. Household recycling? You know it. Learn what items you can dispose of and wear at RamseyRecycles.com because in Ramsey County, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at GeneralMills.com forward slash racial equity.